SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. When you need information, you go to an expert. Not just anybody, but someone who's been right on the money before. So when it comes to gaming, odds, and more, you've come to the right place. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, folks, we are back with you. It's our number two of Sportsbook Radio. Fun to be with you from the Superbook at the Westgate. In fact, to be more specific today we're in the theater the theater is amazing uh this i guess where barry banalow doesn't show i actually saw heart in concert in here it was a great venue uh football central they do every fall but we're seeing 50 percent occupancy and they're hooting and hollering and having fun brian blessing here with andy isco Stevie Slapshot's back in studio. I start with my good friend. You can follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Locally, we'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline. Stevie and I talk about all things going on in the NHL because other sports still are continuing. Uh, the NCAA tournament is taking center stage. But, Stevie, it's, it's, a, it's a great event. And the one thing, just very quickly, I'm not trying to get smarmy about this, but it's funny Funny I mean, how? Well, no, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm an idiot. Go ahead. See, folks, what you don't realize is my it's in my job description once a day to tease Stevie up. Yeah. Huh. So it, I'm an idiot. Yes. Continue. But we had the good fortune, you and I, that through the meat in the teeth and the desperation that we went through last year. And I always thought of people that maybe lived in apartment complexes or something that didn't have a balcony, that the people literally were trapped at home. I got it. And everything that we went through. But, you know, you and I had the good fortune of being able to get out, go to the radio station, do our shows, and then run home. And then, honestly, now we're thrilled we're part of the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. But we were able to at least get out a couple hours a day. And this all started at this time of year last year. And we missed all of this last year. So forgive me for waxing, I wouldn't say poetic or nostalgic, but just, you know, stepping back from it, the big picture. My God, buddy, it's thank you. You and I got through this kind of together. But... It's so rewarding to see people again. 
You are absolutely correct, sir. I, I will just tell you that it's I, hard for me to be serious. I, I I have a house with a balcony. If if I didn't get to go and do the radio show with you every day, I I would still be nuts. I I I, I know I would have gone stir crazy. I'm doing the other job from home, which is fine. I understand. You know that that's the way it has to be. But I I, I know that I, I I would have had a you know. Some some kind of issue. You, 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 humans aren't supposed to be locked up in their homes twenty four seven. Well, I mean, again, it's very hard for me to be serious. So let me get back to normal and say, Stevie, you have issues. <laughs> without, <laughs> without question. But, so so can you imagine me with more issues, uh, Brian, okay, than I go. normally All right. have? All right. No, but I thank I want to thank you because it's funny. I'm sitting back, I'm watching this thing, and I'm going, God, what a treat this is to see this. And you and I got through this together uh, last year. It was the only kind of for the longest time. And then we started going back out to Sunset Station to do our remotes. And our dear friend Andy Isco is here. And I would say the same thing to you, Andy, that we had the really think about the, the little things in life. Maybe this was like a miserable part of your life that of all the people you had to end up seeing, it was me. But we were able to start doing the remotes again at Sunset Station on Fridays in like the beginning of September, the, is that out? Did we start doing it in June? I don't think when it was they first opened up. Maybe regularly. I, I think yeah, we I think we did some in studio and some by phone. I think, and then maybe it was right before football. But those season. little things, when you think about it, we see you and Chuck Esposito and Bruce Marshall. Jay Cornegay's a dear friend. I get to I golf with Jay, kind of on a semi-regular basis. So you have that little circle of people you see. But I, I just, I don't take anything for granted when you see somebody new and go, my God, I've talked to you 58 times since. It's the first time I've seen you in a year and a half. That's what this weekend is actually all about. I mean, I know you're going to go uh, tomorrow, I think, down. Two the, years since I've seen my, those so yeah, old friends. That, yeah. I think when, uh, this is almost the best sign that things are getting back to normal. I mean, if today is any example, this is going to be, Certainly for the fans who are not in attendance, because there aren't that many, but for the rest of the nation, and certainly here in the sportsbooks, as close to a normal experience as we've had in the last two years. Full disclosure, Stevie, the one thing I didn't say that I probably should have, like I said, it's hard for me to be serious. It was great to come see you at work, but the bottom line was I had no choice. My wife said, get the hell out of here at least two hours a day. Please go somewhere. Said, Honey, it's a pandemic. She's like, please go somewhere. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you, you know the effect I have on people. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially the misses. How how she had stood up to this for the, all these years is beyond me. Yeah, beyond me. I think she lost a bet. I'm trying to remember probably what the hook was, but got to be it. She's taken one for the team for a long time. All right, good stuff. We're gonna dive in. Let you know updates. Texas Tech now opens up a seven-point lead on Utah State. Oral Roberts and Ohio State are tied at 10 early on. Hey, we're and off. By the way, that's a pace of 200 for the game. <laughs> Thanks, Andy, for that. All right, we're coming back to Las Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're thrilled to be with you on the Sportsbook Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. Top of the hour, Scott Farrell hops on the network. Later today, Gabe Marenzi. Cam Stewart on the network. Locally, Vegas Hockey Hotline at 1 o'clock. Stevie and I will take you all around the NHL and talk about the Golden Knights. Back to Vegas in a moment. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We underway. We got a track meet of Bruin Andy Isco. The Oral Roberts can't miss. And Ohio State's coming back nicely too. In fact, Oral Roberts got out, I believe, those seven nothing lead. They scored twenty five points five minutes into the game. That's a what's the pace? Point. What's the pace run? Uh, twenty five would be two hundred exactly. Still, <laughs> it was down to one ninety four for a brief second or two. I don't know if they can get now twenty seven. There we go, another uh, another uh, bucket for Ohio State. It's a fun game. We don't see this kind of basketball uh, anymore. Oral Roberts, uh, they've been they averaged like over eighty points a game, and they allowed something in the seventies and. Ohio State more than capable, more than comfortable playing at this pace. Uh, they are the better team, and you know they played uh, they, they, they played very well. And this could be a team that uh, could make it into the Final Four. So we got games that are in the books. Uh, we had Florida, 75-70. That was a great game, Andy. Went to overtime. Yeah, it really was. I mean, that was uh, five games into the tournament, including the uh, uh, the first four, uh, three games. Uh, well, two games into overtime and two games decided by a single point. Uh, the blowout of the tournament was uh, Norfolk State uh, winning by uh, uh, eight over Mount St. Mary's. That's been the one blowout so far. Although I, I, Illinois, I believe Illinois, Illinois is a, a final, 78-49. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another one that I think stayed uh, nicely under the total. Currently, Texas Tech, a 6-11 game. The Red Raiders up by eight on Utah State. I had a Funny, weird feeling about Texas Tech that they they could make a move. They could make a little bit of a noise they, here. They were, I think, a, a disappointing team for a good part yeah. of the season. They played a lot of close games. They did not. I, I didn't see the defensive intensity, and then that we've saw out of Chris Beard's team. Uh, you know, the last few years, especially the one when they made it to the uh, the finals. In fact, that's the one. They they are. The, I guess they are the defending runner-up. I believe they lost to Virginia in the uh, 2019 finals. Uh, but it's a very dangerous team. It's a, obviously a very well-coached team, and uh, uh, they could make a run. If they win here, I believe they face Arkansas in the uh, uh, in the next game, and that would be for um, a very compelling matchup, Big 12 against the uh, SEC. Uh, Big 12 and Big 10 were the two best conferences here. I did not play the prop, but I was tempted to consider a Big 12 team winning the tournament because – Texas has to be considered a legitimate threat. And, you know, Texas Tech is not even one of the top three teams that I considered as a win. I, I had Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and the way Kansas played over the second half of conference play, uh, they, they've been the best of the Blue Bloods this year by far, a year in which both Kentucky and Duke missed the tournament. I think they said for the first time since the mid-1970s. Uh, so I think the Big 12 has a really good chance. Although when I filled out my final bracket, 
I had Gonzaga winning. Yeah, well, it's, it's early, Andy. Do you draw anything here? SEC, Arkansas, pulls away, beats Colgate, Florida kind of survived, but one nonetheless in a great, really uh, well, fun the, game. And, and that was a pick'em game, so yeah. that one could have gone either way. Sure. And basically, look, the game goes to overtime. It was basically a competitive game throughout the entire second half, so I don't know that uh, uh, the fact that Florida won in overtime suggests anything about the SEC. Maybe it suggests something that the uh, that the uh, uh, selection committee did a good job of putting the matchup together, and the lines makers did a good job of setting the line for that game. Andy Esco, Brian Blessing, we're at the Superbook at the Westgate, and we're in the theater to be more specific, and the games are off to the race. Ohio State's starting to make a little push up 19-13 now. Yeah, pace has slowed down only slightly. And it's another one. Can Oral Roberts compete with Ohio State for the full 40 minutes? That was the question I had about Colgate. And you know, what, what they went, 85-68. That, that was not a 17-point game. I mean, that was all one in the final. That, that was extended in the final five minutes of the contest. Uh, and, you know, so, you know, a year from now, you look back at the at the uh, score and you say, oh, Arkansas had an easy time with Colgate. That's not the case. Uh, on the other right. hand, Illinois had a very easy time with uh uh, with Drexel, uh, that, that's that's been the one blowout in the in the tournament so far. A lot of basketball still to be played. We talked about it, I think, at the end of the last hour. Villanova Winthrop's going to be a very compelling game this evening. I'll be looking forward to that. But you know, any tournament game is compelling because whoever loses, it's the end of their season, and very few teams, if they're capable, they're not going to go down without a fight. The the teams that played on Thursday night, Andy. You get a look at them coming in. Drake tried their best to give the game away. Unbelievable. After making a nice comeback. Made a great comeback. And then real lucky. I mean, they survive a, a low-scoring game. And against USC, you're sitting here with the Trojans, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Total 136-and-a-half. Is that a function of people watching them kind of flail away at it at the tail end? It, it could be. I think it's more of the fact that USC's had a very uh, solid season. Andy Enfield came over from Florida Gulf, you know, after he had that great run in the tournament with Florida Gulf Coast. He's been there, I think, about seven, eight years right now, and uh, he's finally got together a team that uh, uh, has the potential to do some damage. Now, likely, if things go according to form uh, in, in this opening round, It'd be an intriguing matchup in round two if we get Southern Cal against Kansas, a proven entity that uh, not at the same level of play that they've been in past years, but still the Big 12 conference was very competitive, and Kansas, to its credit, struggled early in the season uh, in conference play and then came on very strong and uh, uh, you know, didn't didn't win the uh, Big 12 title, but you knew they were going to get in. And, uh, you know, look, I think, what, are they a number three seed, I believe, in that region that's uh, – uh, speaks speaks to their uh, uh, their overall talent level and they're you know, a very well coached team. So I'd be looking forward. I think we'll get a measure of USC by how they perform against Kansas. And then UCLA gets the win against Michigan State, and that was a wild game, really a crazy game back and forth. And that was kind of Michigan State season in a nutshell: inconsistent, trouble protecting the ball. But UCLA gets the win. And they're going against the BYU team, and we've got the Cougars about a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. The total's 139. BYU, last time we saw them, gave Gonzaga a really good push. 
I'm looking at the total with what I saw from UCLA. Although the one kid got nicked up with the knee, yeah. in but what I saw last night and what BYU did with Gonzaga, the total total looks a little on the low side to That's me. That's my that was my initial thought as well, rather than in a play the side. I think you you're paying for the. Uh, 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 a little bit for the overtime last night. Tired legs. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, UCLA can put points up, although uh, Mick Cronin, their coach, is known for his defense. And uh, I'd just be curious to see how tired uh, UCLA is coming out because BYU can play physical basketball. And that could, again, create problems late in the game. But we thought the same thing about Michigan State, that even though they've struggled this season, they still play good physical basketball. The new guard against the old guard, Iona against Alabama. Alabama, 17-point favorite. And, you know, real quick, Andy, I love what Nate Oates is doing. That Bama team loves to shoot the three. Can Patino manufacture something to hang around? You know, I thought about how I wanted to bet that game. And we know how good of a coach Patino is. It's his first year at Iona. It was a shortened season, so he didn't get a chance to develop the team as much as uh, he would have liked to, yet they ended up uh, winning the uh, conference tournament. If I recall correctly, I believe the conference, the Metro Atlantic, seeded the teams based on wins, not percentage. Oh, yeah. Which which made uh, Iona, I believe, a four or a six seed. Mm. They were clearly the best team in that conference. At worst, they were number two to Siena, who played extremely well this year. But uh, my approach to this game is I think that Patino will be able to frustrate Alabama early, and I'm looking to play Iona in the first half of the game. Uh, getting, uh, I think they're getting double digits. I think they're getting about 10 in that game. Uh, they, they may cover the full game, but talent-wise, I think Alabama has the ability to force the pace, tire Iona out in the second half, but I think Patino will bring his team in well-prepared. They live and die by the three. They can go nuts on you, or they can struggle a little bit at times, too. Hey, we're coming back. It is NCAA tournament action. We're having a ball in Vegas coming right back on Sirius 204 and KSHB. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. We're back with you here, Sportsbook Radio, KSHP in Las Vegas. Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Channel 204. Brian Blessing and Andy Isco, the logical approach. We're over at the Superbook at the Westgate in the theater today. Stevie Slapshot is back in studio. So we're going nuts with the NCAA tournament, Andy. But NFL free agencies out there. We got news with this Deshaun Watson thing. The Bears were going to throw, you know, an anvil at Seattle. For Russell Wilson, it didn't pan out. Trubisky, your backup, goes to Buffalo. One year, two and a half million. 
incredible signing for the Bills to have a quality. I mean, that is a quality. The guys won 29 games in the NFL. So you have a backup to Allen. It maybe is a one-off because the Bills have even said they're rooting for him to, you know, if he gets in, show himself, get a reset and a new contract and start somewhere else. But that's a wonderful insurance policy for them. But you go around the league and teams are starting to take stock of their situation. So football's on the beam, too. Oh, yeah, a lot coming up as we approach uh, the draft and the release of the schedule, which uh, in many respects, those two events are signaling the start of the uh, of the new season. And even here in Vegas with the Raiders, there's a question about what's going to happen with Marcus Mariota. Seems to be very, I think he's got, what, a $10 million contract? And uh, there's a considerable talk that, especially with a guy like Trubisky getting the deal that he got, that uh, uh, Raiders and Mariota may agree to uh, let him uh, go pursue the market and do well for himself there. And, you know, Marcus Mariota, he, he only played that one game, but he was brilliant in that one game he played uh, uh, with uh, Vegas this past season. Um, he's still a capable backup. It didn't work out for him in Tennessee, but he showed, even in that brief appearance, he's still capable of, of being a starting quarterback in this league. He'll probably have to end up in a backup role somewhere. One other thing, I just, uh, Jacob Hollister, the tight end from Seattle, went to Buffalo. After the Patriots got Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, one of the offseason needs for the Bills was a tight end, and they won free agency by keeping their core together. The guys they thought they were going to lose took a haircut to stay. So there's some really interesting dynamics that are in play. Yeah, which, by the way, as far the as New England goes, you know that tight end offense. They're going to use a lot of blocking and uh, short passing and things. I'm wondering if that might be a, an indication that we should be playing Patriot games under this coming season, especially if Newton remains the quarterback. On top a very that, wise man has already said that. Yeah. And they're getting a lot of defensive players who opted out this past season. Stevie concurs, and I was just going to throw back at you. Don't lose sight of the fact it was Chung and the, 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 the guys that opted Up out. out yeah. That defense, by the way, I think the year prior, I, I don't know the exact number in front of me, but they were a top five defense. Yeah, 2019, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it was not necessarily the uh, – it, it looked like it was going to be a, a long season for the Patriots to begin with, obviously adjusting to life after Brady. But I think lost in that is what we just touched upon, the number of defensive key defensive players who opted out uh, and weren't around. I don't know if they had more than any other team, but it has to be very, very close to having been the most as far as key, key defensive players are concerned. And then the draft coming up in the not-too-distant future. It's terrifying, Andy. Like this morning, all right, we're running out March Madness. Well, the Masters is April 8th. The, yeah. the draft is mid-April. One of my favorite. Baseball starts in a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and they got a baseball regular season wins tournament here. Oh, that's right. They had that at the Super Bowl. I, th- I, well, I don't think they had it last year because the season was delayed uh, by the time that the contest was about to be announced. But they've had it, I think, the two or three years previously. And it's very popular. It's a very simple contest here at the uh, Superbook. They have uh, projected season win totals for each team, all 30 teams. And you uh, just pick uh, whether or not your te- the team is going to exceed or fall short of those totals. I think there's a tiebreaker where they take three teams. It's like... I know in the past it's been like the Yankees, the Cubs, and the Dodgers. Their total wins uh, for uh, the tiebreaker purposes, and uh, they get a couple of hundred entries, I believe, the last few years. It's 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 gaining in popularity as far as contests goes. That's become the big thing uh, throughout Las Vegas, and really, with sports betting now uh, nationwide, contests are becoming an increasingly popular feature to draw people to the sports books. And next week, one of my favorite events of the year. Oh, I know what your your golf. It's this. It's the bracket, except 
it's golf, the WGC match yeah. play event. And you know, from a betting perspective, to have the ability to watch guys play and then come back the next day, they're going to be kind of skewed results. And, and there's real opportunities there to make some money in that. So we got the Masters April 8th, the match play next week, NASCAR, they're at Atlanta this week, the NFL, free agency, the draft. There's a truckload of stuff, NBA, NHL. Almost every sport is 12 months a year now, and I couldn't uh, be more thrilled about it. Even the even the silly season in golf offers some opportunity in the months of uh, September, well, after the uh, FedEx, October, yeah. November, and December. Yeah. Uh, that offers a lot of fun. So, uh, now I remember the days when college basketball didn't start until December. College football uh, didn't start until early uh, early September. Uh, that that's like 20 years ago. You had a chance to breathe between sporting seasons. No more. But that's that's the exciting part of it. There's always something going on. There's always something. There's always something to look forward to when you finally are getting over how the the long length of the uh, uh, of the previous season that just ended. There's something that's already underway and approaching midseason. Texas Tech's pulling away from Utah State. 55-41. Five minutes left in that one. The one Andy is marginally interesting now is the game that was going haywire it's kind of bogged down yeah ohio state 25 23 over oral roberts with just under six left that so that one slowed down mightily yeah i hadn't i have not been focusing on that because i was watching the texas tech game but i don't know if it was a case of missed shots or just a slower pace after what they did for the first five six minutes or probably a combination of both but right now what they're at the well they're at 48 which is still uh, pace of uh, oh, it's only it's only a pace of about 130 right now for the game. If you would tell me what your belief is in Purdue, Purdue is a seven seven and a half point favorite against North Texas. Total's low, 124 and a half. I've had a couple of sports book directors tell me they're going to have a very bad day if Purdue wins this thing. I've been actually looking at uh, North Texas uh, plus the points in this one. I've done well playing with North Te- playing on North Texas and avoiding them effectively not not playing them but not playing against them literally uh, in the in, in their conference USA run. Um, Purdue is a fine team but I think they are clearly below the elite level of teams in the Big Ten. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a close game and perhaps this relatively low total suggests some thought that North Texas will be able to slow the pace of the game down and might be in position to cover. But then again, at a point spread of, you know, six, six and a half, five and a half, it could all come down to the last few minutes where Purdue's leading and if they make their free throws, they win by ten. If they miss their free throws, they win by four. I think that they advance, but I think North Texas gives them a gives them a game. How about Georgia Tech and the Tootsie Roll they got on at the end of the year, Andy? Loyola Chicago is a five five and a half point favorite. Yeah, Georgia Tech is missing their one of their key players. That's why this line shot up last night from two and a half to five and a half. And I understand the absence, but at the same time, that's a huge adjustment uh, when you're talking about a Loyola Chicago team, which is a nice story with Sister Jean and all. I think she's 101 now. I heard an interview with her the other day. But, what year was the year they went bananas? Uh, was it, I, was it uh, 2017, maybe? I don't think it was 20, yeah. maybe, maybe, or maybe 2018. But, you know, this is not a, it, it, they, they were a, a dominant team along with Drake in the, uh, in the Missouri Valley. But I don't know that you want to make that much of an adjustment against a Georgia Tech team 
from a pedigree conference like the ACC, which, okay, it was down this year, but when you consider the athletes that are able to be recruited to Georgia Tech versus those that are recruited to Loyola, I could understand a move of maybe a half point to a point and a half, but, you know, effectively a three-point move seems an awful lot uh, to uh, to be justified. Look, we saw that with the uh, move in the Toledo uh, game uh, the other night in the NIT uh, where the, there was a player coming back and they made a big adjustment. Toledo went from three to six and a half almost uh, within 15 minutes. Toledo led by three at halftime. They ended up losing the game by 10. We saw with Drake and Wichita State last night where Drake got a player back. Um, Wichita State had opened the two-point favorite. They closed the two-point underdog. Wichita State leads most of the game. Drake comes back, and they win by one that failed to cover. Maybe we say the same thing here. I know one thing. There are going to be a lot of people uh, across town at uh, Station Casinos who are going to root for Georgia Tech to uh, win this game outright because with this line move, in the, you know, they got the last-man standing contest. Loyola, a two-and-a-half-point favorite because those lines came out before the injury uh, came out. So you have to believe a lot of people are, are – taking Loyola at that very favorable number. So a lot of people are hoping for Georgia Tech to cut that field down. We're at the Westgate. Come on down, have some fun, get the app. It's great. They've got the regular season wins tournament for baseball, all kinds of great offerings, and great offerings for golf, NASCAR on their mobile app. Also, hockey fans, uh, hey, when the Golden Knights are playing at home, you want to spin the wheel of Terrible Herbs with a $1,000 prize pack. When they're on the power play, Adam S. Kuttner on Twitter. You can win tickets to a future Knights game. And John Smith subs, 9701 West Flamingo. You wear gar- hockey garb, 10% off your order. Back to Vegas. Oh, in a no, moment. no, no. We got no, a minute. We no, got, a got minute. another minute. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. See, that's what I need you to do. I, I am literally, we are, we are not flying blind, but we're, we're in, it's fog. <laughs> what do you have, a 59-minute clock or something? I there's a, a missing minute somewhere? Well, then we had a Wi-Fi thing, and then we had a clock thing, and then, you know, that's why Stevie... Stevie's like, he's the pilot. He's Stevie, the official timekeeper. No, Stevie's the pilot, right? He's supposed to say your seats are in an upright and locked position. But you know you're in and trouble. And turn off all electronics, which unfortunately we did here today. No, but you know you're in trouble... And I've had this happen. I was on a flight one day. You know you're in trouble when the pilot is throwing the peanuts back to you over his shoulder. That's when you should, you know, ro- rosary was, beans. I think that was and- the one part that was missing in airplane. Or when the seats are upright and locked, but the stewardesses aren't. There you go. There you go. All right. Can we do it now? Yeah, we can do it now. Time out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. There, Andy, they're hanging in there. What was Baylor about? A 25-point favorite, I believe. <laughs> it's so I think much... that's what they were this morning. I love when the little guy gets his shot. Well, it's nice. I mean, look, Colgate took Arkansas deep into the game. 
Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in uh, some of these other games. Uh, Oral Roberts hanging around with uh, with Ohio State. Down four. Uh, and um, Utah State had the lead at halftime over Texas Tech, and now they're down by double digits with, uh, what, about a minute to go in that minute, game? A minute, minute 28, 61, 49, the score there. Yeah, that second half total, the middle is in uh, is in play here, but they need, I think, seven more points. Brian Blessing, Andy Isco, at the Superbook at the Westgate. Thanks to Jay Cornegay. Uh, special thanks to Rosemary and Ray, who do such a great job here, helped us get set up. We, we had a, you know, a little, little not a snafu, that we, we made it work, and we got things up and running. They were mightily helpful and we want to thank them and Gordon Prouty and everybody. Thanks for having us out here the last two days and it's, it's what a treat for us to be here. I mean in the theater, Andy just try to paint the picture for you uh, you know, on movie screens. Yeah. Oral Roberts with a six point lead. Three minutes to go in the first half. Pace has slowed down considerably. They may not get to 70 by the uh, halftime. Uh, they might get to maybe 65. If, let me throw this at you, if there's a long way to go. Long way to go. If Oral Roberts takes Ohio State to the Probably mat, half the brackets in the country are busted. Not only that, but does it skew your opinions? Michigan State lost last night. Close game, but they lost. Does it skew your opinion of the Big Ten at all well, and the other games to not, come? Not Well, Illinois, on the other hand, has had the one big blowout of the uh, tournament so far against uh, okay. uh, Drexel, who I'd say it probably would be on a level with uh, with an Earl Roberts. Probably not much difference in the quality of the conferences. But to, to your answer, uh, if Oral Roberts were to pull the upset, it might cause you a little bit to think about maybe Michigan being a little vulnerable. And I think Michigan, you know, they'll get past their first game, but they have a, a, a potential matchup. Uh, well, they'll have, they'll match up against the winner of LSU and St. Bonaventure. I'm not sure about St. Bonaventure, but I do believe LSU can give Michigan a very tough game because they can they can match them they can match them athletically. In a weird, in a weird way, <laughs> in a weird way, St. Bonaventure would would be a real scary thing for an LSU where they haven't seen maybe yes. a team that plays defense like that. And if the Bonnies play their game, and they're sitting there going, "What are we staring at here?" But they know what they got to do. They've played the big boys before. They, in a weird way, they may be more comfortable in their skin against the Michigan than against the St. Bonaventure. They, that's a between years thing. Yeah, I, I, I think in the brackets, I, I actually have LSU, if it gets to that matchup, beating Michigan. You know, Michigan misses uh, Livers, the, the, the kid who missed the, uh, the, the Big Ten tournament. Uh, and LSU has been a very, you know, they've been a very nice team. They uh, gave Alabama all they wanted in that SEC title game after knocking off a very good Arkansas team the day before. And they've had some very nice wins throughout the course of the season. And Michigan, you know, you know, they struggled at the end of the year. They had, I'm not just going to say that ugly loss they had at home, I think, to Illinois. But they, their level of play, they got, they seem to get tired down the stretch. So maybe the time off will help them. Uh, I'll be looking to see what they do in their opening game just to see how smooth they are, how much in sync they are. Uh, but they're going to, I think, if they go up against LSU, we could see a track meet. Andy goes here from the logical approach. Uh, he's been such a great friend of the program and a good friend, and fun to be able to honestly, buddy, sit here and 
we happen to be on the radio, but share the experience of watching the games. It, it, it's great. Oh, absolutely, especially with the four games going on at once and you hear the people screaming and you don't know what screen they're looking at because you can't see all four screens at once. I mean, you can, but you can't pay attention to them all. Uh, looks like, what do we got, a 16-point lead for uh, for Texas, Texas Tech. Tech yeah. the, the one thing I would say, the eyeball test and getting a little mini peek at it, Oral Roberts is running a pretty yeah, nice offense. Ohio against State closing it to three, so yeah, they may get to 70 by halftime. Again, a little spurt just in the last uh, two and a half minutes. Has it at 67. 70, obviously, would be a pace of 140 for the game. Uh, not quite the 200 that we saw after the first five minutes. But, uh, but Oral Roberts up five, Andy, and yeah. offensively, they're running a pretty nice half-court set. Yeah, they, they're getting they, a lot of they, good they looks. They can hit their threes, and they're a, a nice-paced team. And like I said earlier, Ohio State very comfortable at playing. And uh, they, look, it's 27 seconds to go, so they'll probably be down at halftime. But uh, this game is far from over. And, you know, this one might also be one like that Arkansas-Colgate game in the second half. How long will Oral Roberts be able to compete? The funny thing is the quick eyeball test, right? You know, staring and just watch the last couple of minutes focused on it, bits and pieces. And it's only a couple of minutes sample, but the eyeball test, Oral Roberts is running their offense. They're getting a lot of good looks. It would stand to reason Ohio State will make adjustments defensively at halftime. The one thing that's apparent, though, and this is the... They're not intimidated. The, well, no, but the disparity of... Of talent to a degree and size, Oral Roberts does not have any answer for Ohio, Ohio State. State down low. Yeah. So Oral Roberts has to keep scoring. And that and that's where halftime adjustments may also come into play for Ohio State. You know, it's one thing to say on film, we think we can take advantage of this vulnerability. It's another thing to actually know that you can take advantage of it. And now that you have an opportunity at halftime to make whatever necessary adjustments to really accentuate that advantage, that's where also part of the uh, uh, the extended of leads and comebacks against um First half competitive underdogs uh, occurs. Okay, we get the one of the late games, 9:40 Eastern. Syracuse, San Diego State. San Diego State is a three-point favorite, and uh, let's double check. The total is 138 and a half, 139. I've got Syracuse. A lot of people were, were chirping that Syracuse got in, but more than the fact they got in, they were I think more chirping that they weren't one of the teams that had to play last night. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, was Syracuse more or less deserving than, say, a UCLA or perhaps even a, uh, where are we, 118, 65-53 Texas Tech. So they indeed did cover the second half total. So the middle came through. Um, we go to the break, and, by the and, way. Oral Roberts got a wide-open look. They ran a set play. And, again, half-court offense, they're, they're running great sets. They got a wide-open three, missed it. But Oral Roberts is up three at the half. Yeah, a bit of a surprise. And, you know, like I say, well, they'll, they'll uh, uh, take advantage of that. But um, uh, looking at uh, Syracuse, I actually like Syracuse to get past San Diego State. You know, Buddy Bayheim, the uh, coach's son, is really uh, uh, hitting it uh, extremely well over the last uh, month. And, of course, you've got Bayheim with all that coaching experience. And you know, they've done so well. In first-round games, I think Bayheim has only lost twice in the first round going back like 25 years or so. Interestingly enough, the last time they were in the tournament was the last time that they lost in a first-round game. 
Uh, I can see Syracuse. I can even see them playing the winner of beating the winner of Moorhead, West Virginia, and I don't concede that to West Virginia right now. Maybe comparing apples and watermelons, but I like Texas Tech. I played Texas Tech today. I mean, it was a play on beard. Yeah. And that these kids are going to be a different team on the back end of a weird season. But in, in the tournament format, beard puts it together. So it was a play on beard. And Texas Tech beats Utah State 65-63. The, I'm sorry, 65-53. The Mountain West is good in bowl games. But we're in the NCAA tournament. Texas Tech takes out Utah State, who's been one of the better teams in the Mountain West. And, you know, San Diego State, it's not the Fisher San Diego State teams. Still very good. They've dropped off, but only slightly. But I am inclined and prone to say, a couple of intangibles and take power ratings and all the things that you factor in when you're making your decision. I very much try to be a between-the-lines guy and the situational opportunities. But I look at this and I'm like, okay, you know, I would have I would had a lot stronger opinion about San Diego State tonight had Utah State been better in this game. And the one thing about Syracuse... Well, remember, they did lead at the half. Texas right. Tech. Oh, yeah. But the, but the one thing I would say to you, though, that Syracuse matchup zone. When can, you haven't seen it. When you haven't seen it is such an X factor. Yeah, and it's difficult to prepare for. Now, maybe the one advantage that Texas, that uh, San Diego would have is that they're meeting in the first round instead of the second round, where you may have seen it by watching the team's first game, but then you have only you know a day and a half to prepare for it. Now they've had at least four or five days, in fact, longer than usual to prepare because usually these games would have been played on Thursday and Friday. So if this were a first-day matchup, it would have been played on Thursday rather than Friday because of the delayed not not the del- I don't want to call it the delayed start, the planned late start for the tournament this year. So these teams had a little bit extra time to prepare. But even so, it's a lot different when you actually have to face it than when you see it on film. West Virginia gets a three. Oklahoma State got a four seed. Yeah, disagreed with that. I switched them around. Yeah, I mean, they beat them twice. And they were playing the better basketball, Oklahoma State, at the end of the season. But we've seen West Virginia with a suggested opener of 10 up to a 13-point favorite against Moorhead State. Total on the game is 136. Yeah, I like Moorhead State. I think they can win that game straight up. They played in a, in a, a very competitive and a better-than-usual Ohio Valley Conference where, uh, you know, Jacksonville State, Belmont, uh, Austin P, um, Murray State. Those are, and, and those are, you know, they're lower. They're, they're, that's a true mid-major. But that conference has had representatives pull upsets going back into the 1980s in this tournament when they were going up against even stronger, better seats than they were. So, uh, West, I understand West Virginia being favored. Not sure I agree with the move, however. I would have thought that that line may have moved down a little bit, but when it moved up, I said there's a little bit extra uh, value in taking the underdog. Now, yeah, could West Virginia win this game 70-53? to 53? Yeah, sure they can, but that's not the way that I see this one unfolding. I think Moorhead State, because they've had such a consistent season, uh, will be able to hang with uh, West Virginia, despite the jump in class. Well, that was going to be my next question to you. The total on the game is 136. And you know, West, the West Virginias and the Virginias of the world, yeah, they can shut you down. I mean, they can shut down 
the power broker teams, right? That's their that's their mo, their model. But when teams like that at a higher level, who normally play a defensive brand in basketball, they're capable of loosening the reins against an inferior foe and letting those kids breathe a little bit. And Morehead State was nine and two to the over in their last eleven. Now the next game, now if, if this were to go over, you know West Virginia maybe could lock somebody down. But is that is that a reasonable it way is, of looking it, at it? It is because I've never had a problem with West Virginia defensively. I have some concerns about their ability to score, and I think the lines maker has as well by putting this total at uh, 136. I normally look at about the I think the average totals uh, in these games are somewhere in the vicinity of about. I, I, uh, about 142, I think, if you average out of all the totals. I seem to recall that, at least from a study I did early in the season. So they are expecting this to be a lower-than-average scoring uh, game. We're up against the clock. We're going to come back a short break to wrap things up with Andy Isco and Stevie Slapshot. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Scott Farrell next on the network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back to wrap it up. Sportsbook Radio from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Andy Isco here at the Superbook. Thanks to Jay Cornegay, Rosemary Ray, everybody here. Get the mobile app when you come to town. Their offerings are great. This venue's been wonderful, Andy. Oh, this is one of the best places and has been for many, many years. Jay's been here. Gosh, it's coming up on 20 years, I believe, for Jay. And he's just done a wonderful job. Uh, growing the uh, growing the business, growing the experience, innovate so many innovations. He's a wonderful host, wonderful guy as well, and uh, this is the, you can't beat the setup. And you mentioned the thing, and it, I was, if you saw the lines out front today in the sportsbook, you'll say, when can I sign up for that app? Because th- those th- those are huge lines. Yep. Hey, Hart- Cinderella's sticking around. Hartford's down three. Baylor thirteen ten. You got great coverage on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series two hundred four. Scott Farrell is coming up next. Locally, Vegas Hockey Online, Stevie and I will talk about the Golden Knights and the NHL. Andy, the logical approach. Football contest, the Super Contest is going to be coming up. We've got a regular season baseball wins contest. But for proxy services, you can get hold of Andy, too, because football, that's a coming. Yeah, it'll be here uh, before long. I don't know what the plans are as far as announcing the contest for uh, 2021, although it seems like it's going to be pretty close to a normal season. Last season, I was very impressed with the NFL. For the most part, they were able to handle the COVID situations, and those should be less, much less of an issue this coming season. I want to thank you, buddy. We, it's a treat to see you. Thanks for swinging by today. It's always great fun. 
always a pleasure to be here with you talking sports, in this case, talking the NCAA tournament. And uh, we still have uh, two weeks. Uh, this tournament will be over before you know it, but let's enjoy it. And from what we've seen in the first few games, this could be one of the most entertaining and tightly contested tournaments in recent years. Stevie, my friend, great job. We're not done. we got a little work to do, a little hockey talk coming up. KSHP.com. There's a listen live function. Again, Scott Farrell is coming up next on the network later today. Gabe Morenci, our buddy Cam Stewart. Cam and I do the Light the Lamp Hockey Show with Andrew Torres Saturday night at midnight if you're a hockey fan on Sirius 204. All right, folks, enjoy the NCAA tournament. It's odd. Started on a Friday. Saturday's going to be great, too. Enjoy the rest of the day, and thanks for joining us. From Las Vegas, from the Superbook and the theater at the Westgate in Las Vegas, thanks for joining us on Sportsbook Radio.